Our theme for this season is conversations that need to be had, recalling our past and analyzing our present to rectify our future. Side A contains two thirds of the sections in our show. Empire State of Mind and Times Square. On this side of the episode, we'll catch you up on our personal lives while diving into hip-hop culture and current events. The New York Dose is a speculation-based topical podcast providing millennial conversations around hip-hop culture, current events, and the dose of the New York City lifestyle. This show is comprised of two sides, three sections, and smaller segments that populate each section. The main sections are Empire State of Mind, Times Square, and The Subway. While listening to us, use the hashtag TNYD or mention us at the New York Dose so we can converse with you. You can have your questions, comments, and concerns to be a part of our episodes by leaving us Dose Mail. Just head to our Instagram on Tuesdays to see what the upcoming topic of the week is. Then call or text us at 520-815-6670 to leave a voicemail or a text message to have it air on the following episode. Now, now that's, that's the, the Dose. dose. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. Hey, guys. I just want to say something out there. I'm a fan of the New York Show. Yeah, y'all already know. What, what? Uh, uh. I'm about yeah. to kill it, oh. Fuck up here. Let's go. What's good? Uh, what's good, everybody? What's good? What's good, everybody? What's good? What's good, everybody? What's good? What's good, everybody? Hey. Hey, what's good, everybody? Hey. What up, everybody? It's your girl, Adelo. So just in case you didn't know, so... What's good, everybody? What's good? It's the conductor of the train, your boy, DJ SJ614, and we are the, the New, New York, York Dolls. And oh, we oh, have touched oh. episode 19. Oh, look who's on the live, Kwame. <laughs> wow, wow, nah, Kwame fuck out of here, fuck out of here, fuck out of here, anyway, um, so, episode 90, 90, uh, ni- notice how I said it with the T, 90, <laughs> 90, um, so excited, took us a little bit of a while to get here, yeah, I was like, ooh, I feel like we just, uh, you know, we, we on the, trucking. yeah, we, we on the, um, the, the caboose train right but, now, yeah, we had to go back to the past real quick, um, just chug along, like Thomas the engine, yeah. So, chug a lug, chug a lug. <laughs> chug a lug, chug a lug indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're going to get into our first section of the show. This is Empire State, State of, of Mind. Mind. Yes. And during this section, we're using some New York City slang as segment titles. Empire State of Mind is where we showcase our transparency. And during this section, we like to make sure we're good. Talk about what's lit in New York City and confess something that dead has blew our minds this week and give some shout outs to our peeps. To those individual beautiful souls who are very, very deserving of yes. them. Yes. So our first <laughs> segment of this section is you good. You good. And this is where we just checking out how our weeks are were. You so you good, Adeloso? What's yes. Up? Wait, let me just give some shout outs to people on our live right now. Shout out to Kwame. Shout out to always Alex1420. Uh, and Miss Artistry in the building. Oh, yes. hey, Miss Artistry. <laughs> hey, Alex. Yes. Kwame, we will talk later. Kwame. <laughs> Kwameloso. <laughs> anyway, uh, am I good this week? Yes, I am more than good. I am very blessed. Yes, come on, blessed. I am filled. Okay, cool. you, you want to be filled yes, with? Yes, with happiness. Ooh. With um, just great amazingness. Like, of course, you know, there's always little shit on the outside that be like, ooh. Of course, <laughs> of course. Like, you know, that shit is never going to be perfect. But for the most part, I am very, very, very um, happy. And this week, just, I went to Paris, y'all. I was in Paris. I was in Paris. Body, body, I was going to say 12 hours. I'm exaggerating. You, oh, dear. <laughs> it was like 12 kilometers or some <laughs> shit. 
<laughs> no, it was two hours we walked from the oh. hotel. The hotel, we stayed at the Hoxton Hotel. The Hoxton Hotel? Yes. Uh, tag them when you hear this because, oh. you know, they were dope. Yes. Everybody in there was so cool, so, so nice. Uh, there's actually one in Brooklyn. Ooh. I'm going to be like, ooh, how can New York Dolls be on there? Because Maybe you can make that connection. I see. Merci. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I kept saying C over there, <laughs> mixing the languages. Right. They'll be like, Mademoiselle, and I'm like, C. And they're like, We. Oui. And I'm like, Yeah. Oui. <laughs> but it was just a dream. Like, it just felt so surreal, like being there. And yes. um, if you guys listen to episode 88, you hear how I got scammed, and the scam had to do with me going to Paris. That was part of the scam. And, then, and now, like, with one of my survivor jobs, I was able to... Just go anyway. Just go anyway for work. You were you meant know? to be there. Yes. And they were just, you know, so amazing. Like, I was only supposed to have... Well, they had told me only, like, I only have one night off, and I was like, you know what? I don't I'll care. Like, yeah. I'm just gonna, glad I'm there. But I ended up having, like, every night off. That's cute. They, they and took. I was like, wow. Like, That's this awesome. is, like, truly, like, so freaking <laughs> amazing. Love it. Love that. <laughs> but um, it was great. Like, the food, I tried snails for the first time. Escargot. Escargot. I know. It was, it was type chewy. Um, <laughs> I put my reaction on my Insta story. Everybody was in my DM. I'm dying because you know I tried to keep it together in the beginning but I was like oh wait that rubbery texture. yeah the rubbery you had snail before that's cargo you had that yes. we oui. <laughs> you're annoying you know I'm classy classy magnificent classy um yeah i had that i i did want to i was dying to try duck because i never had duck oh, before i had duck before too you liked it that was a little different. Duck, I, I got food poisoning after it, so I don't Ooh. have a good memory of it. I had to take a couple of years off of um, uh, not seafood, but off of sushi because I went to a sushi restaurant. I had that. It was uh, you know, sea in Brooklyn. That thing, that yes. like really popular. Yeah, I went there. It was me and Zaquan, and I got the duck, and yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't good. I think it was good. I don't know what it was, but. Like, you know when you get sick after an experience, all you remember is the sickness? Yes, exactly. I don't remember the taste. I just remember just being <laughs> awfully sick. I had that feeling before. But yes, I had um, the snail. I had, you know, what else did I have that was like, I had like this filet, like fish. Like it was, like the cheese is so pure there. Mm. Like, of course, the wine, everything. Ooh. The wine is everything. Um <laughs> It was just great. Wow. The baguette, you yeah, know, yeah. baguettes. Yeah, yeah. I had a crepe. You know, I just had it all. That's right. Just all the things. And it was just amazing. And I found the greens over there. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> give me that greens. The greens. salad. The salad. salad. And there was a guy there, like, asking me for a pool. And I'm like, yo, like, no. <laughs> I don't know where your French like, lips and been. <laughs> and then he was just looking at me, like, so disappointed. Like, how dare you don't share? And I asked one of... um. Somebody like that's what there. they do out there? Yeah, like they kind of like share that. Oh no, that's how herpes <laughs> spreads. No, thank you, France. Damn. Um, but yeah, that was my week. I came back, um, went straight to work too after that, uh, back into the flow. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie, I could see myself living in, in Paris. I wow. could see myself living there. I was just like, I really love it. Um and I'm excited to go back to see, like, more of the countryside yeah. of it. And, like, just because it's huge over there. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know it was that big. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, buddy. Ooh, you can, maybe you could connect with one of our old guests, uh, Jean. Oh, see, si, Jean. Jean, oui. Jean. Yeah. Yes, we need a New York Dosings to be up in Paris. So, yeah. if anyone knows. Hook it up. <laughs> Merci. Merci. Beaucoup. Beaucoup. Um... Let me see. Yeah, you know, I'm generally always good. I started going back to the gym again. So that's, you know, just been fun. Um, you know, just starting some new, like, daily. I know, we were FaceTiming and you were going I in on that treadmill going. in Paris. I was on the elliptical. I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Baby, I was, you know. I'm me. like, okay, he's starting again. He's yes, starting. Yes, you know, me and that elliptical, we had to reintroduce ourselves. I love ourselves. Me too. I love it. Better than treadmill. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that, so that's been going well. 
Went to go see Harriet um, with brother and Amira. And it was, wow, what a movie. That, Harriet was a movie. And, you know, I normally, you know, don't see movies like that anymore. I hesitated for a while. Normally, I would have jumped on a movie like that. Well, I would have jumped on a movie when it came out immediately. I normally go see movies the day before it's released to everyone else because, as you know, I'm an AMC A-list stubs member. All right. Um, and, you know, we <laughs> well, get... Well, you we, need to do... Do you... Do you... Do you... Do you... Do you... Do we be ta- you be tagging them? No. Nah. They need to I know, know I gotta, that you be repping them all them. the time. Yeah, I'm gonna write to them. Um, but yeah, so I normally go see movies. <laughs> I normally go see movies before they come out to the rest of the public. Oh, wow, you yeah, but are I didn't. I waited. VIP. Yeah, I waited a little bit for Harriet though. But wow, what? And experience, and I don't know. I, want, I need to find out who directed that movie because the direction of that movie was amazing. Like they they put some really cool elements into Harriet that I would have never expected a movie like that to include. Like there's like some uh, kind of like fantastical. There's there's a little like fantastical element to it um, that that is very very well done. And yeah, um, Cynthia did a, did a great job. Um, yeah, it was a really good movie. Lastly, I've been trying to figure out if I've been depressed. <laughs> you, <Ooh. laughs> you know, what? just, you know, but I've never been like really, really, really sad for a long period of time before. Like, or so like I can't tell. Um, but you know how like it's normal. You, you know, like when you talk to other people, they realize it down the line that they were like depressed in that moment because yes. like they recognize that they just weren't doing things. Right. And I just recognize for like ever since the crumbling started, I just haven't been like writing down in my notebook and I have not been checking my emails. It's like I just don't want any bad news. So I'm like, I'm trying, I'm like, am I de- like, I have dead ass been avoiding emails. Think- so I'm like, am I depressed or am I just, you know, just being dramatic? It's, it's really hard to tell sometimes, but you know, this Gemini life. Um, but yeah, I'm, but I've returned to my, I'm trying to return to my senses. You know, I'm like, you gotta keep getting work done. You gotta check your emails. You just gotta keep pushing. Same here. Everything will work (laughs) out. (laughs) Same here because them emails, baby. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Pray for us. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Because. We good, but we still need prayers, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pray for the dose. Pray for the dose. Pray for the dose. Yeah. Pray for the dose. All right, we're going to transfer over to our next segment. This is It's Lit. It's Lit. And this is where we talk about anything that's lit in New York City right now. So, I don't know. So, what's lit? Well, uh, there is this bar called Break Bar and the Wrecking Club. And it's like a bar that you can, like, break shit in. Oh wow! Like a rate, like you could rage. I think it's only like a thirty minute limit, though. Or there's like different limits for different prices. Any longer, and you're a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> thirty minutes. Any longer, is a good... people gonna be there. Like, uh, right? You wanna fucking talk to somebody? You wanna... <laughs> like maybe you are depressed. Now. Right, right. Uh, but no, I thought it was pretty cool, and I it came across it because my friend, we actually the girls, we haven't linked up in a little bit, Aww. so we were thinking of things to do, and they she actually uh, my friend Naomi she actually like pointed that out, and I was like that sounds like something I would love to do tonight because I just want to write things. That's cute. Um, so yeah, I thought it was pretty cute, and it was like we found this deal like twenty five dollars with taxes and shit you know 30 something 30. um for like four drinks and like you get to wreck stuff but i think the is only the only sucky part about it is only for 30 minutes which i'm just like excuse me you could chug no fucking drinks and break shit in 30 minutes oh you gonna be lit, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> lit. you gonna be lit you gonna be lit okay uh but yeah i'm trying to f- give y'all the address but it's uh oh wow the this is legit it's mm. uh four five eight ninth avenue so be in midtown go figure uh <laughs> 35 between 35th and 36th street um break bar yes wow looks pretty cute awesome and that's actually like a really cool concept because you know you're drinking you're angry already like you got <laughs> yeah, not angry thing, but like you know you have boys. you have them um you have that strength that liquid strength yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> you said start thinking about them fuck boys. Yeah. It's Thotum. Thotum. Skittle said Thotum. Thotum. Cesar. Thotum. We're going to slide over to our next segment. This is Dead Ass. This is dead anything ass. that blew our mind during the week, positively or negatively. So, what's up? Yes, for me, this was is a dead ass that it blew my mind in a sense of like, yo, like, this topic, like, needs to be talked about Uh and like the fact that i saw a meme on it that it it, like you know it's kind of i'm trying to (laughs) i'm trying to like describe the dead ass because you know our dead ass definition in this segment is kind of like dead ass like is is like a dead ass like really my nigga dead ass you know anything that blew your mind but this dead ass is like a dead ass yo we need to talk about that dead ass facts like that like that type of dead ass um but I was on Instagram on the gram mm-hmm. and I saw this meme. Well, I guess a quote meme, you know, one of those, a quote. And it said, um, <laughs> don't be looking at me like that. Because I feel like I know where this is about to go, but keep going. <clears throat> and it said, normalize apologizing to children. Mm. And I was like, wow. Yes. Yeah. Because. I grew up, you know, in a household, and I feel like a lot of Caribbean, you know, families did too, of, like, you know, very kind of dictatorship Mm -hmm. in a way, and, like, you know, whatever they say goes and all that stuff, and apology did not go hand in hand with that, you know? So, and it made me sit and think because I was like, yo, like, that really, like, what I always kind of, like, wanted, too, like, growing up, too. Like, because I used to be like, wow, like, they did as OD'd and now we just, like, not. <laughs> like, oh, no. they did as OD'd and now we're just going to act like it didn't happen and no one's going to get no apology. And now we're just going to have dinner. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. and nobody was going to talk about it or about nothing or no one's going to take accountability. Like, I was going to say, I feel like when you when you apologize to children when necessary it does teach them accountability i feel like that's the lesson to be learned there because it lets them know that when they fuck up that they need to own that also yeah of course and i feel like it also lets them know like that they have a voice too like and i started really thinking about like my life and how like i used to be like because i never used to speak up like that so Mm -hmm. and i felt like it had to do with that type of like you know whatever i say goes like it is what it is type of thing and I started noticing certain things, like, you know, decisions that I made, like, when I was younger and all that stuff. And I'm like, I never spoke up about that. Or I never, mm. like, would tell a person, like, oh, yeah, like, actually, no, yeah. I don't want to do that. Or, like, no, I don't agree with this because I would be, like, scared. Remember mm. when you were, like, you pussy about the... <laughs> yep. Sometimes I still feel it. Like, I've gotten way better. But sometimes, like, you see, like... The the we got a I got a slice of cake earlier. Yeah. And I tasted a little bit of it and it tasted because okay. Because because the guy he already packed the whole slice into yeah. the container. Yes. So there was still some left on the knife. So he was like, Do you want to taste it? But Mani is already the rest of it is already packaged to go. So he was like, Do you want to taste it? Because she had never tried it before. So she tasted it and then I looked at her face. <laughs> <laughs> She looked like she did not like it. So I was like, uh, I was like, quit, you better tell him to take this shit back. And then she was like, no, no. And I was like, you pussy. You pussy. Yeah, yeah. And you feel like, why? Like, you know, and I feel like it has to do with that a little bit. And I'm like, that affects, like, I understand there's certain things like with children that you do have to be stern on and you yeah. do have to. But I think like what a lot of people forget or especially our culture like it's just like children are still humans exactly and they really just feel, learning no and they really feel like because they birth you they own you like yeah. you know like the, and we're that. gonna get into it later yeah, with that systematic shit and it's really like it really affects you like in your adulthood yeah so Damn. i thought that was like dead ass like this shit is going around like i love it like and i would love to have like a conversation more in depth like for us as an episode yeah. here. Um, so if anyone wants to join in that slide into our DMs yeah. and um, let us know so you could be a guest. But I think that's a, that's that was like nice, but also like kind of sad to see too because it was making me think of like <laughs> what could me. have been. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this would have also been perfect for our new off the shelf segment. <laughs> <laughs> 
no one asked you. Moving you know, along. I see you wanted to All right. stretch our dead ass and make it into something it's not. But it's okay. I feel appreciated. That was my dead ass. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> um, we're going to slide over to our next segment. This is Yas. And this is where we give our shout outs to those who deserve them. So I want to give yes. a shout out to... And a yes to Nika for reposting Ooh, 89 off Nika, the shelf. Thank Fuck you. We work Dumbo. Um, a yes to brother and all his birthday events. Yes. Happy birthday, yes, brother. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I want to give a yes to Rhea, um, Ooh, who Rhea. is just one of my bosses. She's just so Rhea. fucking dope. Um, she. Yeah, so dope boss. Yeah, I want to, I won't like put she's just always down for the motherfucking cause like Rhea is really just like that bitch and she is so fucking down she is always advocating for me even before I advocate for myself um because you know there's just been some predicaments but like you, mm-hmm. whenever I'm like just about to she's like look hon make sure you xyz da, 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 da. you don't have to xyz blah, blah, blah. just like going on, on just it. really yeah um, there for me and it's nice to know that you have people in your corner in, in the workplace um, that is a blessing yeah definitely um, a yes to Sylvia Durango for liking Ooh, episode 87B thank you everyday Sylvia weapons Durango. with non-corporate girls miss those ladies um, yes. a yes to Jonah Bell for liking okay Jonah also episode 89 fuck we work Dumbo and a yeah, oh, I want to give a motherfucking yes to my girl Jess. Yes, um, Jess. Jess and I. So Jess knows that whole uh, Buff State Theater crew, mm-hmm. like Lee, Paul, Chris, um, because uh, she used to live with them. But me and Jess just met on my most recent trip up to Buffalo, um, and she's so fucking dope. We hit it off immediately, and we still talk. But long as we're short, in my new fandom of Doja Cat, she sent me some tickets that she had to, or a ticket that she had to her pop-up concert um, that just happened like two days ago. Um, but I had to go to work, so I couldn't take them. But I thought that that was super nice. That and she why you didn't pass it over here? Because I'm stingy. You are fake. <laughs> like, you don't even know Doja Cat. Fuck out of here. Fuck I know here. Doja Cat. And <laughs> bitch, bitch. She um. did it in the Museum of Sex, the pop up. Oh, it it looked oh, dope. So you just let those tickets go to waste? Yeah. She sent them to you? Yeah. You? I don't care. I did what I did. If I can't have them, no one will. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Do you have any yes is out of low so? You I'm not gonna I'm not gonna share any of the <laughs> I get I get from now on don't, to you. No, don't be petty. Don't let me change your character. I'm not, I'm not, you keep doing no, you and I'm gonna keep doing no. me. <laughs> I can only imagine what you've been invited to. <laughs> and just your ass works all the goddamn time. <laughs> Shit is just sitting in there. <laughs> I could have been networking. That oh yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely. definitely. <laughs> <Excuse> <laughs> um, I don't have a yes, oh. but y'all already know my uh, the support. I was gonna say my support, the supporters, right. the support. I can't wait for November nineteenth to see all of y'all. It's about to be lit, and yeah, thank y'all for rocking with us for being patient. Uh, for seeing our process, we are forever growing and learning. And yeah, shout out to y'all. Damn. You're, you're. Um, we're gonna dive into the next section of the show. This is Times Square. Square. Our second section of the show representing the area with the pitty patter, chitter chatter, hustle and bustle of the city with the muscle. Cause can't nobody flex like us. us? And during this section, we jaywalk through our segments with zero fucks giving, <laughs> spilling all the tea with that word on Ew. the street and giving y'all something to obsess over. Besides our show, of course. Don't hate shorty. Don't hate shorty. Oh, you tight. You tight. shorty one. You tight. You tight. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> What you said earlier with the with the necklace ATL. Oh, yeah. This ATL. motherfucker, I was taking pictures of him and he has this long ass chain with a cross and he puts in his teeth and his like one lip just curls up. Curls up and he's like ATL. I'm like, what the fuck? 
Yo. Oh man, that was gross. Don't ever do that again. Excuse you. Um, anyway, the first segment in this section is word, word on, on the, the street. street. So what's up? On what you been street. hearing about? I mean, we both were kind of touch base on this, but the T.I. daughter yeah. Hyman scandal. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck that shit is, yo. When I saw that, that he said that on that podcast, saying that he's going to go, that he goes like every, what is it, every couple months? Every year. It's an annual oh, thing. Every year to check yeah. her hymen. I was like, disgusting, one. Number two, what the fuck? Like, that was my first two, like, reactions. Yeah. Because um, I was just thinking, like, if my dad came with me, like, one, I would be mortified, and two, like, I was like, can the doctor... Like, I always remember, like, the doctor always telling me, like, you know, you can, like, you don't have to tell your parents. Like, there's, like, a seek, like, a, you know, a code, a conduct. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of sick and very controlling and very hypocritical because he has sons. Does he go with them to fucking see? I don't know if we could get our dick checked or anything like you could that. Ch- you could smell his dick. If it smells like pussy, he's Wow. Wow. I'll, what if I was with my son every day he got home from school? Let me smell your dick. <laughs> and then they're like, and then I'm like, well, I do that to my son to see if he's having sex. You're disturbing. <laughs> right, disturbing. exactly. Because <laughs> there was a lot of guys like on the comments or even women like, well, that's his daughter. They could He could do whatever he wants yeah, or like that. all this shit. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That's innovative, invasive uh, invasion of privacy. How old and is number she? She's 18 oh. and she's an official adult. And number two, that's weird. And three, <laughs> um, you can't. You could break your hymen from riding a bike, from riding a horse, from doing a Athletics stretch. Can like shit could some hymens don't break. Like yeah. um, Planned Parenthood came and did some tweaks about it concerning that. Oh, I thought you said did some tweaks, as in they started like bioengineering pussies out here. I was like, <laughs> that's why I looked at you like that. Like what the fuck? This this is 2019, y'all. But yeah, they like because it was trending, you know. So they came out and they were they gave like a whole lesson about like the hymen and how like sex is not the only thing. It's not. But Ti also communicated that the doctor told him that also, and that he just still didn't care. Um, Yeah, he was like, "Listen, doctor." She's not riding no bike. She's not riding no horse. Give me the results. Why T.I. always sound like Bugs Bunny? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. What are your thoughts oh. on that? I feel like really bad also that like the top, like she went trending over her hymen. Like imagine like, come yeah, on. I, I, like, I was just going to say. Imagine being like his daughter. Like I'm thinking if it was me, I'd be like, wow, dad, thanks. have to take me OD shopping. I'll be for, like, give me fucking 30 racks right now. Racks for every day that this shit is in the media, <laughs> right. we going shopping. Nigga. Right. Like, we going shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I, yo, I would be, I would be, uh, <laughs> let me not even talk about what type of daughter I would be. Well, no, what type of daughter? Let me not even. But, um, yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say, above anything, this is just embarrassing. Like, just above, <laughs> <laughs> above anything. It's just mad embarrassing. Um, um, yeah, it is, it is very, I mean, I do get it. I, like, of course, like, I absolutely do get it. But it is an overprotectiveness. Line. Yeah, it's an overprotectiveness. Um, I like I I wanted to say in response to this that like instead of doing all of this he should instead have a conversation with her educating her on safe sex practices right. and you know basically kind of like harm reduction and like things like that but um he also communicated that he had that, that he does have or has had to talk with her but he just also goes goes to do this so it's kind of just like that second authentication lock is like password he, and email so you know he what doesn't I mean? trust her too either yeah i don't know that's another thing about trusting children my favorite part of all of this was seeing the response from iggy azalea because you know this is because there's still some tea in that situation for me like i still don't know how exactly they split but and i'm very curious about it but um she was just like 
you could tell she was being very dainty about her words. Like she was basically just like, yeah, like it's a little like overpower. No, this is like how he treats women. I don't know. I want to find the exact thing because I don't want to um, uh, fuck anything up. But yeah, very just just embarrassing and strange to say the least. Mm. Yeah. Um. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me see. She said, she basically was talking about how, like, he needs, like, therapy and shit like that. Um, Her little tweet said, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, she was like, he's being, she was like, no, yeah, no, I can't find it. Um, But, yeah, I do remember her saying, she said, I really wish the woman who interviewed him would have said something to him. That's what she also said. Cause I guess like they didn't really check him. I guess they just like laughed about it and like kept going along. But like, that is a bit of a shock factor. Like what the fuck do you say? Like if somebody says something like that to you, right? it's very shocking. It was just intense. Yeah. Just very, very. And interesting and very disturbing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we are going to move on. What is? Oh yeah, the Snicky and Carol G collab. Yes, Carol G is a famous Latin artist. Yes, she's beautiful and like I've seen. We saw this video called Tusa. Yeah, um, it's actually my weekly obsession. <laughs> um, I am just so. I mean, yeah, Nikki looks good. She looks she good, looks Mrs. Good. Petty. Mrs. Petty. Mrs. Mrs. Petty. Petty. Mrs. Mrs. Petty. Petty. Yeah, she looked real good. Petty. Um, Carol G reminds me of just like actual Hispanic Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the vibes I'm getting. And Nikki, You said actual Hispanic because you know everybody thought Ariana was yeah. Hispanic because of her last name. Yeah, or Italian. I think she's Italian. Um, but yeah, I'm really here for this uh little afro latinx side of nikki that she they getting is. that latin money too they're like wait <laughs> let me dip and dab on both it's sides funny i feel like because i feel like for cardi she's like you coming for my people so i'm coming for yours now <laughs> <laughs> about to be out here out here out here yeah so i think that's dope the whole video is very beautiful it's very like ponies and princess beds yeah and silver and pink pink yeah cute 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 all right, so my word on the street. Did you hear about that yard sale that Chris Brown had? I saw on the gram. Yeah, it was. And it was at his actual house. Yeah, I, don't I just know. kept thinking, how much he's selling these pieces for? That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, how much are they going for? And because based on the fact that, A, he's having a yard sale, period, mm-hmm. and how much he's potentially charging them for, like, I want to know what's going on in CB Bank. Right. Like, cause we all know. Oh, the only, it wasn't for charity. I don't know. I don't know nothing, but I just know most of the time you bust out that yard sale when <laughs> trying to make a couple of coins, cause it's the last, you know, it's the last straw. Um, but that that actually was another thought that I had too. I was like, I wonder if it's a yard sale for charity also. But you know, I just don't know. Uh, it would be it would be a little funny if he was just doing it to have a fucking yard sale. Because I feel like that's the type of time I'm gonna be on. It's like, all right, I got all these dope ass pieces. I don't wear them anymore. Let me just have a little yard sale. A little yard sale. A little yard sale. For um, kids. CVS towed Gucci's car. <laughs> Did you see Wait, that? Wait, what? Yo, my man's was so CBS. fucking tight. And I understood him <laughs> because I too have had my car towed thrice before. So I by got CBS? it. By CVS? No, not by CVS. I never knew who my culprit was because if I did, that's a different story. Um, I was just always surprised by coming outside and it being gone the next morning. But T.I. and his whole, like, I was going to say whole gang, but like whole entourage parked um, in the, I guess it was a club that they were at. And the back lot of the club, they thought, I guess, was the club's garage or parking lot, but it was actually CVS's parking lot because it was connected by the other side of the street, if that makes any sense geographically. But um, 
yeah, I guess that car was there a little too long. And CVS told that shit, and <laughs> he was livid. Like, there's a video. Yeah, there's a video. TMZ has it. Quite entertaining. Um, also, I, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of TMZ shit lately. Um, but uh, Lil Pump got bit by a snake. I saw his that. Video shoot. He was like, yeah. he was bleeding. He was OD, bleeding. OD. And he was like, look, I got hit. By, I got a yeah. snake. He took it like a G. Yeah, he did, but I would have been tight. I was going to say, I would have chopped that snake's head off. <laughs> I would have been like, get, get the machete. I would have been like, all right, it's a wrap. It's yep, a wrap. Yep. It's a wrap. Put that motherfucker it's down. <laughs> um, Ew. Cardi B meeting up to fight what? people on Twitter yeah. on 46th Street. <laughs> this is some Azalea Banks shit. That's some Azalea Banks shit. What she go? Oh, because I heard people were going off on her about her parenting. What well, was okay. Going on? The. Um, damn, I forgot how it really started. She was All like, I know is that she when did, you bring my daughter up, yeah. Well, for that, she would so there, there's like this media YouTube channel called Impressive. Mm-hmm, yes. Um, so Impressive had made a video about it. She didn't really comment on Cardi's parenting style, she just said, Doesn't she have priorities like taking care of your daughter? She didn't say that mm. like she's a bad mom or like anything like that, or blah blah blah. She was just like, She, you, you would think that she had more important stuff to do than to dead ass wait for people on a corner like strangers on a corner to come and fight you know so cardi clapped back at her in a video um misconstruing the fact that she thought she was talking about her daughter and blah 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 blah. but the only like nobody came up to actually fight her there was one person that was like an actual fan and then i forgot who the other person was maybe the other person did come to actually fight her she was there yeah she was dead ass waiting on the corner for people to come and fight. She put the address of where she was and she was waiting there for people to come and fight her because mad people was popping drunk on the internet. That's why. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. I can't. But um, you see, I feel that her too because I'm like, you, like, you're, you're, you are. That's when I'll, I'll say like, you're a mom. Like, I don't care about like moms posting sexy on the gram, all that stuff. Yeah. I feel like, you know, that's your body. Do whatever you want. But like the fighting, yeah. like now you could possibly like you putting yourself one, you're famous. Right. And God knows there's crazies out, yeah. out there. So now you're putting your whole life in danger yeah. because of some dumb fucking Just tweets. Like stuff. Yeah. And you are whole mom like. <laughs> and that's what impressive. Like was your basi- daughter needs you. That's like, what impressive <laughs> was basically saying. Um, but and Cardi was like, oh, niggas don't even want to check why I was out here on this corner anyway. I've been in the studio. The studio is on this block, da-da-da. But it's like, mama, but you were still waiting on you the was, corner. And you put it up on Twitter saying, like, <laughs> come and fight me. <laughs> yeah, so that's that. And then this shit that just popped off with Kid Capri, who's a um, Yo, legendary yeah. uh, uh, hip-hop DJ. Um, I think I think the most recent thing that anybody would have really noticed that he was in that video with Kendrick Lamar Elements. Um, yes. He's like the vocals at the beginning and the end. Um, but, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, but Kid Capri, he was in this store and apparently his story is that when he came in, this um, white woman yelled across the store at him to take off his hood. And um, of course, he took high offense to that because it's like, no, you ain't a one. I'm a grown ass man too. And wasn't it a gas station? Yeah, it was a gas station. Like, what the fuck? I'm taking off my hood for? It's not a fucking restaurant or the club. First of all, even if it was a restaurant, it's like fuck all of like. No, yeah, I know, but that's 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 really crazy. So you know, and then she hopped on the phone and. She started calling people, so he started recording her, and you know he was calling. He was like, "This is like this is prejudice, and you know it, and blah blah blah." So I just think that that shit was wild too. But it's still happening. Still happening. Still it's happening. Still, it's still there. It hasn't left. Nope. That ain't all, folks. We're gonna transfer over to our next segment. This is weekly obsession, where we talk about anything we've been obsessing over. Um, oh, you don't have anything. I'm not obsessing over anything this Word. week besides Paddy. Paddy, Paddy, Paddy. Wee, wee. Yeah, I'm obsessing over my memories. Wee, wee, raggedy. From um, Paddy, from my past. All the good the good times. <laughs> oh, man. What have you been obsessing over? Oh. Excuse me, don't be trying to act exasperated over my obsessed list. Uh. So, 
I binge watched Claws, the most recent season, because I missed it this whole summer. I don't summer. know how you have time to do <laughs> You this. always say this. I don't know, because I'm just like, how? I know, yeah. There's a will, there's a way. And the flesh is willing. All right. Um, excuse me. <laughs> so, binge Claws, it was so fucking dope. I ended up having a long-ass dream about it after I binged it. But, like, it was wild. Like, I was, like, in Florida. I was working at a nail salon, and I was... um laundering money and i was just in this whole like criminal crime scene but i was making coin and the feeling that i had for making all that money on a weekly basis just really filled me up with so much joy and it's so crazy because i'm not like a money person you know i'm more of like a like a my dreams you know um, right. i mean one thing's gonna lead to the other but mm-hmm. i'd rather be happy than you know have money um and money doesn't make me happy <clears throat> mm-hmm. But let me tell you something. I was motherfucking had dollar signs in my eyes in this dream. Okay, hello. Um, the other thing I've been obsessing over, speaking of money and acting like a new bitch. <sighs> okay. So I'm going to Atlantic City. The, AC? Going to oh, AC. I'm not going to be able to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm going sad. to AC. It's another one of brother. It's another th- celebration on brother's birthday list. So we're going to AC this week. And... This past week that passed, you know, my nose been growing, and I've just been wanting to cut them, wanting to cut them, wanting to cut them. But I'm like, no, I'm going to AC next week. Let me wait until the day before, go to the nail salon, da da da. But I just could not bear it anymore because it got to the point where like I would try to my blistex when I would wipe my lips, it it was all getting caught in the nail, or like if I would like push a button, like the nail would bend, like my finger, the top of my finger couldn't even hit surfaces. My nail (laughs) went in at first, and it was so fucking annoying <laughs> so i was like all right let me just go Yo, to the i need na- to get a manicure i'm looking at manicure. <laughs> so i was like let me just go to the nail salon so went to the nail salon i always get manicures with the regular polish like whatever so but this time i was like all right my strategy is if i want it to last until at least next week because you know that regular polish be chipping so i was like if i want it to last to at least next week I'm going to have to suck it up and get the gel. And you know, they be hyped. They be pushing the yeah, gel. Yeah, they be like, dead, like gel, dead, gel, gel, So she said gel, and I said yes. And that shit was $17. My normal manicure is 7 So this was a big you, price Well, I had a me. gel manicure, and it's, Came I paid to like 25, 25 25 Yeah, that's uptown shit. But no, downtown. Which is cheap. Compared to downtown, it's like way more gel manicure. No, mine was 17. Well. Hello. It's fit. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, so got the gel. And every time I look down at my nails, I feel like a new bitch. Gel like, I feel like it do does. I feel like I'm in a different tax bracket. Like, I just feel <laughs> like my nails literally look so fucking magical. Like, can't nobody tell me nothing when, when I look down at my nails. nails just are on point. Yeah, it they really you a feeling. They really do. I'm just like, <laughs> bitch, what? Um, they do look good, though. Thank you very much. And I'm actually, <laughs> I put on my Christmas wish list because um, I'm also smart, you know. Um, I already found the Amazon link to my own um, um, gel. gel set with the yes. UV light and everything. Yes. Yeah, so I'll be getting that for Christmas from Santa Claus <laughs> and then doing it myself <laughs> in He's the like, new year. I'm smart. That's right. I'm not going to keep giving them $17. <laughs> like, I don't care how long it lasts. That's a lot of money, $17. Yeah. Nope. All right. Next up, Doja Cat. I Doja. I'm a fan. I am a Doja. fan. I might even yo, go as far. She reminds me of Nitty. Yo, she. I love. I like both of them, but she does remind me of Nitty a lot. Yeah, they. It's, they. It's crazy. It's very, very. It's like alternate universes clashing. Right. Um, but really loving her. Love the new album. Love a lot of the songs on the new album. My fucking favorite video is Rules. I just love the whole cat eye effect that's going on in there. And then that one rap part she got, her flow is so stupid. <laughs> like, that shit is so lit. Like, oh my God, nigga, don't do it. You blew it. You trying to cast spells on a bitch with potions. Nigga, I need devotion. Ah, ah. Yeah, it's lit. Um, I've also been obsessing over Runaways, which is a Marvel show. Very great. Um, and I'll leave that at that. 
Perfect. We are going to dive over to the last segment of this current version of the show. We're going to take a little trip to La Bodega. La Bodega. La Bodega. La Bodega. And we're going to snap some things off the shelf. So... I took a couple of things off the shelf this week as I was listening to my mixed mediums. Um, I want to start off with, um, I was listening to Oprah Super Soul podcast and the episode with Lupita on it. And really quickly, I'm going to breeze through this because this was actually from two weeks ago when we didn't record. But I just want to say we actually did release an episode, but we we released it through newsletter. So if you guys aren't on our newsletter yet and want exclusive things like that, just hit us up and we will sign you up. Um, But anyway, so... Oprah Super Soul Conversation with Lupita, she was talking about this idea of making room for abundance. And Mm. I just thought that this dramatically applied to what I'm labeling as the crumbling right now going on at the New York Dose. But opening yourself up and letting certain things leave you that might not be for you Mm. and things like that. Because when you let those... And they don't necessarily have to be negative, but just like those things that just like aren't needed anymore. When you just flush things out of your system, you really do leave room for the better things that are to come. So just making room for abundance indeed, you know. Yes. Um, they also talked about just on like an artist tip. Lupita talked about how when she was in school, how they had prepared her, and this is very relatable, but they had prepared her for the struggle and the no's, but not success in the yeses. Mm. So oftentimes, you know, in like drama classes, theater classes, dance classes, like they'll tell you it's going to be hard. You're going to hear a lot of no's. You're going to be waiting tables and doing this and blah, blah, blah. But they don't really spend time telling you how to handle success and how to handle the yeses when you do book something, you know? Um, So she just talked about for a little bit in the beginning, yeah, that she actually struggled with, you know, like the success and and how to really um, accept accept that, yeah. Um, And I thought that was a very interesting perspective. They also spoke about this idea of when do you feel most on purpose? Um, So basically Lupita was saying that she feels... Um, the most on purpose when she's controlling the narrative. So mm. she, there's a couple of projects that she's actually in charge of right now and she feels like that's like when she is the most connected like with God and using her gift and blah, blah, blah. Wow, on purpose. On I purpose. like that. Yeah, so Ooh, I wanted... I just she wanted, created that Oprah? I don't know what <laughs> Oprah did or she did, all but... All the interns? All the interns, right, right. <laughs> um, but it was definitely an, an idea that they discussed and I just wanted us to think about and our listeners, like when do we feel most on, on purpose? purpose? You know, when do you feel just like your your ultimate, just like joy, you know? And I, like Lupita, I think I would have to agree. Like, when I am just creating that, when I'm behind the wheel of that story is when I feel most on purpose. Whatever that story is, whenever I'm driving and just making sure that everyone else is also good, you know? Yeah, when I'm driving is when I feel most on purpose. Yeah, mm. just making sure that everyone else is comfortable and everyone else knows what they're doing and things like that is when I feel most on purpose. How about yes. you? I was I've been thinking ever since like it came up. I I'm still thinking. Okay, maybe um, maybe if anything, you come back next week with it. Yes, maybe because I'm trying to think of when okay. I feel the most on, on purpose. purpose. Yeah. Or by the end of the show, if you think of anything. Yes. Um, my last idea from that show that I want to put out there is, because I, I just thought that this was beautiful, because a lot of the time, us artists and entrepreneurs, we often doubt our ideas and we doubt our place in this, in this world and we doubt the things that we're creating, you know, content creators, things like that. And they also spoke about this idea of, Putting into the world what without you would never exist. I'm going to say that one more time. Put into the world what without you would never exist. And Mm. I interpreted that as basically anything that I put out into the world without me would not exist. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like 
whatever I have in my mind to do, I need to do it because I'm the only one that is that has that strand of the story. You know what I mean? No matter how mm. many similarities there might be out there, my strand is uniquely my yes. own. So yes. I can't so I can't doubt myself because no matter what I put out there, it's going to be unique because it is it's mine. Me. You know, it's me. It's my perspective. You know, um, it took me a long time to really grasp that because especially like in dance yeah i feel like i did a lot of comparing 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 like damn my move should look exactly like how this teacher taught me Mm. or how this student next to me is doing it too like why doesn't it look like different and i had to be like because duh adelise is not you guys have two different bodies like they move differently like and this is how you dance you know and i had to learn like okay like dancing in the world too like in your day-to-days like how do you dance yeah. oh that's a good segment how do you dance in yeah, the world um but uh yeah like really like knowing that and grasping that like yo no one no one compares to you no, no one no one is all. yeah so go out there and create, trust that yeah yes. stop sitting on those ideas that you're just like Oh, but I need this to happen, and then that, and then the, no, just or fucking like, do it. Or like this person is doing that too. Well, how can why how can I do it? Like they already got that job that right. I want, you know. Like okay, and they can leave that job, and exactly. they could be other jobs exactly like that. Exactly, you know, yep. out there. So come on now. Um, another podcast that I was listening to is called Let's Play the Create Podcast, and they were discussing this idea. Well, so you know how oftentimes we preach, or I preach on this show just like clarity you know just like clarity being key and things like that and just like obtaining clarity and all that stuff well what i found interesting about an episode that they were discussing things on was they actually gave me the next step of what clarity um leads to Mm -hmm. um and it's so obvious but they were discussing the fact that clarity leads to power and i just wanted to bring that up because i feel like i always had or I always communicated half of the equation mm-hmm. and I would like to communicate the other half to our listeners um, because I just learned it myself or was able to put it into words. But um, uh, sorry, mm-hmm. with that situation that I'm dealing with, people are starting to text me about it now. Um, just RIP to, a, to an old friend. But, um, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, but yeah, clarity leads to power. Like when you obtain that when you Mm -hmm. figure out what you've always been wondering you can then you then gain the power to to make your next move yeah so i just want to reinforce everybody out there if you are confused on something if if somebody is holding your clarity hostage if you need to gain that do it and and just get that power um and then they were also talking about the idea of why do we have to starve as artists you know, when we are given these divine gifts to share with the world, mm-hmm. why do we feel like, you know, the term starving artist? Like, why do we feel like we have to be punished for for our craft, our gifts? Um, and they were talking about the way that just breaking that that mold and being able to not starve for your art. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there's like still we've people been... out there that don't respect it. It's still not, Absolutely. you know, like... Yeah. You're yep. not a doctor. You just like paint all yeah. day. Like what? Like people don't understand. There's still a lot of people in power that oh, don't absolutely. understand and are very ignorant. You know. And I feel like, but I feel like, um, I'm hoping that, or I know that it starts with us. You know, like we have to truly start that change. Um, one of my professors used to always tell me that he used to always make this comparison that like you wouldn't call a plumber to your house and ask him to fix the pipes for free. So don't let anybody use your gift for free either. You know Mm. what I mean? Like don't, Mm -hmm. because you know, oftentimes we can be misused in this world because- Many times. Yeah, many times, you know, because our gifts aren't, I don't want to say they aren't palpable, but you know, they aren't like really- you can't material things. yeah they're not yeah. material things you know i mean sometimes they are they can be but yeah yeah that whole thing so um, i just want to challenge all of the artists out there to really think about that and just protect yourself take it care works. of yourself definitely 
Um, another thing that I want to reinforce, mm-hmm. something that I've spoken about and myself. Another. And another. I was listening to Amanda Seals podcast, Small Doses. And something that I took off of her show, and it was something that was very like fly by for her, but I really, really took it and like really thought about it because I often preach about the conservation of energy and having like an energy bank and not mm. sacrificing it for anybody else and blah blah blah, making sure you're you're withdrawing. Ooh, thank you for reminding me about my uh, energy bank. I kind of forgot about that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Um, you know, not really uh, withdrawing more than you're depositing and just. All those things, right? So Amanda Seals, uh, she said this line, and I don't know if this is for verbatim, but she says something about being economic with your words to conserve energy. You don't always have to explain yourself. Mm. So Mm-mm-mm. what that translated to another in my one, mind, another one no, I had I, to learn. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Same here. Mm-hmm. And still learning. Yeah, but yep. I remember a couple of years ago when I decided I was like. I'm not, because I used to be one, because, and I always do, like, whenever I can't do something, it's authentically because I can't do it, you know what I mean? And if I don't want to do it, I have no problem telling you I don't want to do it. Right. But some people still- There's certain circumstances where you, yeah. Exactly. Where that can be different. Exactly. Um, But some people still get confused. And I realized a couple of years ago, I said, I'm going to stop explaining myself because even though I do have valid explanations, sometimes not everybody needs all of that. Sometimes it's just that no. Yes. And that and period, you know, and I first started practicing that at my job and it is so liberating. Like at my jobs, like they be asking me to do stuff, ask me if I could come in for that, come in for this, come in for that. And I was be like, no. No. Nah. Sorry, no. no. Um, and they respect me for it. They oftentimes tell me, you know. What was that you, trap song? No, no. Oh, yeah, the In little the, girl. No, no. They often tell me, they're like, you have very, they, they're like, you are very good at setting boundaries. And I'm like, thank you very much. I know. <laughs> they um, said that? Yeah, they definitely did. <laughs> but, I definitely um, heard you on the phone when they try to call you. <laughs> yo, for real. But yeah, like if we all, and I think, I think I'm a, actually no, I'm not even going to give this example now because it's going to come up later. But yeah, just think about being economic with your words. Like if you thought about your words as dollars, we would not be out here wasting our time with as many motherfuckers as we waste our time with. So take care of yourselves, y'all. You know, just take care of yourselves. Um... Another podcast I was listening to that I took off the shelf, um, some of our friends over at Plot Twist, the Plot Twist podcast, um, they were speaking about this idea of, and this is this also just directly applies to us right now, but you ever, they, they were speaking about this idea of like when we're at our worst, mm. we think that life is going to take it easy on us. Mm. And... It doesn't. I don't know about you, but it never does for me. Like whenever there's something shitty going on, we see we tend to get surprised that the shitty things just pile on top of one another. And it's like, no, like life is not going to go easy on you just because it's very unpredictable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So look at all the shit that happened with us in October. It's like it was one thing after the next, after the next. You know what I mean? Like we could not catch a fucking break. Um and yeah, I just want to remind people of that. Like, don't don't be surprised when that happens because just put that that armor on. That's right. Put that armor on. Roll with the punches. Exactly. Pick yourself up. Dust yourself off and try again. Okay. Um, and then uh, second to last but not least, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Mrs. Stone Phoenix. Um, Ooh, I used Mrs. to work Stone with him Phoenix. back at Output. Mm-hmm. Such a fucking dope gentleman. Um. But he put up this post, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying about being economic with your words, but he put up this post that said, if you had $86,400 and someone stole $10, would you throw 86390 of those dollars away for revenge, or would you move on and live? Right. You would move on and just live. 
So you have 86,400 seconds each day. Don't let someone's negative 10 seconds ruin the remaining 86,390. Life is bigger than that, and so are you. Okay. And I just thought that that was really dope and connects to the rest of all I'm saying about time and energy once again. But some of us out here, we really let somebody, whether it's like something that happened on the road or a nasty text message that we got or something that Mm. somebody said on the phone, we really do let. Yeah, that one little word could really get to you which is true like it it's is. okay to feel that yeah like that's what it is like people like i can understand people like well how do you how do you not let it affect you like how do you just let be bigger the bigger person mm-hmm. and all this stuff like of course that takes a lot of inner work it does um but it's still like i also want to like make clear like just because you do feel like that neg- like that negative emotion or like if you do like it, that's healthy too you know absolutely and my thing is i feel like everybody feels it but everyone has a different recovery rate mm. some people's are much quicker than other people's like for for me like people think that there's a lot of shit that like flies off of my chest also and it's not that like i'm not affected it's that i have a very very quick recovery, recovery. rate so so it's like something that might take somebody else five minutes is going to take me 0.1 nanosecond and then I'm moving on to the next. You know what right. I mean? Um, and that's what I want to encourage us all to work toward because, you know, we really are out here just living one life and it's not worth just it. Just one. Just one. One. one yo, motherfucking and time life. just keeps going. It does. It's mm. about to be 2020, y'all. And um, we really don't got time out here to be letting other people's 10 motherfucking seconds or 10 motherfucking dollars affect the rest of the thousands that we mm. have left remaining for that day alone, yes. you know? Um, so I love yes, that post. Yes, the sermon at the end of the Hello. episode. Yo, we are doing this. We are doing this. Motivation. finally, Maybe last but not least, my co-star, you know I have that co-star app and it be sending me shit on a daily basis but I ignore half of it. But it sent me something cute that I really wanted to think of. I saw this, oh my God, on your Insta story. I was like, he's open. Ah, Open. open. And CoStar asked me, when was the last time you felt proud of yourself? Um, So I'm going to let you think about that. And Mm. I want to say, this goes back to the very beginning of the You Good segment when I was trying to diagnose if I was depressed or not. And... Then I got hit with this one day, and I was just like, damn, I don't know. Like, I don't know when's, like, I I feel like this is another thing. So, you know, to feel proud is to feel a sense of pride. Um, You can kind of say that pride is a sin, whatever. That's what they say, right? But I don't know. I feel like pride and being proud for me is something that gets factored into my quick recovery rate like if i do do something amazing to like other people um for one it's not too amazing to me and whatever level of amazing it is i'm over it before i kind of finished it so it's like i'm already kind of just like all right i'm done with this um so there are moments that i could think that on a society's level i should have been proud of myself but i really just kind of think that i am just always working towards this bigger goal right so i don't really have time to exercise absolute proudness you know what i mean like wow you don't have time yeah you should be making time to be proud of yourself you accomplish a lot you are absolutely right but it i, I i'm one of those people where it's like it doesn't feel like it you know i feel mm. like i have i feel like i have so much to do in the world and i feel like i'm also running out of time um yes, i feel you yeah um, but yeah, I really, I don't have the luxury to celebrate the, the, for right now, they're small victories to me. Um, cause I, I see so far ahead in the but future. But a small victory is still a victory. Yeah, absolutely right. You're so right. relax. Wow. And be like, damn, pa, I did that, I did that to yourself. I did that. You know? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, and then that's that. That wraps up. Um, our episode, off the shelf episode, our episode ninety, episode ninety. Uh, <laughs> we are. We're here on the road to one hundred. Nine more episodes to one hundred. Yeah, I think ten. 
Or is it nine? Ninety, two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever, we're almost there. We're almost there. Um, we're almost. And that hundredth episode will be live. I'm just gonna put oh that out there. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's gonna be live. It's gonna on be live. We'll be live. So that means that we boop, got boop, 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 ten episodes to get it the fuck together. Live, 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 Hello. live. <laughs> I'm annoying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this episode, well, I mean, you can find us on the New York Dose. Yeah. Everywhere you can find me at DJSJ614 on all platforms. You can find me at Adeloso09 on Instagram and at Adeloso on the Twitter and the Snap. This episode was produced by the board of the New York Dose and hosted by the Carbon Dioxide Network. Our audio engineer is Adeloso and our audio editor is Bruckner. Photos, YouTube footage, and social media coverage for this week were captured by motherfucking us. Shout out to the rest of the team over at Visuals. We got Gina, Monique, James, G. Lou. And in our crew department, we got David, Kwame, mm. Lenny, Samia, and Janelle. And don't gang, forget gang, to gang. ever stay dope. Stay dose. And stay New York. It's, it's the New, New York, York dose, dose, baby. baby. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I know they said something about some beef that we had. This shit is uh, dumb good. You mad tight, yo. Hey, yo, that ass me? Better life. Yo, that shit is whack. This shit about to be lit. Nah, you fine, my nigga. Look at me again and you gonna catch these hands. You big man or little man? You would have thought you was getting that money back. That's mad OD. I'm not pussy. Fuck out of here. Out of here, my nigga. Like, what? The fuck, miss, miss, like, hey yo, Bob, but like, DK.